0: Hello and welcome to Coverage, a podcast for professional painters by professional painters. I'm your host, Craig Bunting. I began my career as a professional painter. Now I work for Benjamin Moore as director of professional marketing in support of Pro Painters. In this series, I'm checking in with some of the best in our business. We're going to hear their stories, things we can learn from, things that make us laugh. Let's get started. All right, everyone. I'm here with Gennaro D'Amelio, one of our territory reps on the sales side of our business, located in the northern part of the GTA. Gennaro, first off, how are you? Doing well, Greg. Thank you very much for the warm welcome there. So for those folks who are listening to this, they may not know what the northern part of the GTA is. So can you fill everybody in on what that means? So uh, northern part of the GTA is just outside of Toronto.
1: It's the uh, Bureau of Vaughan encompasses cities like Woodbridge,
0: Maple, and surrounding parts. So a little bit of a departure from our normal guest, Gennaro is one of our own. We decided it would be a really good idea to have a conversation with somebody who works on our side of the business, but spends day in and day out working with our key constituency, which is painting contractors. So we're going to chat today about all kinds of things. But first of all, I think it's important to kind of talk about how we all landed in this business. So, Gennaro, how'd you land here?
1: Yeah, so it's it's uh, pretty similar. I think you uh, had had a very similar start in the painting world. I've been in this business now for just over 30 years, always surrounded by paint in some shape or form. started off as a summer gig, really. And then from there, you know, kind of dabbled in a, a variety of different roles, i been a batch maker. I've worked in a lab. I've driven a delivery truck, a warehouse manager. But uh, the last 21 years, Greg, they've been on the road as a sales rep, as a territory rep in a variety of segments, whether it be, you know, residential repaint and industrial rep, floor coating rep. And the last six years I spent with Benjamin Moore,
0: we have a, a wealth of experience on the sales side, especially in our company. And, and because of that, I think you're a good example of all that experience coming to the fore. So when you deal with painting contractors, which is one of the things that I'm hoping that we could talk about today, is just how those relationships work. So how do they get formed? And then once they're formed, how does the interaction work on a day-to-day basis? So those folks who maybe aren't as close to their sales representative can understand what that relationship's all about. Most of my day is spent interacting with the end user. And for the most part, it is a
1: painting contractor. But there are also are GCs and facility engineers and just, uh, you know, sort of that handyman type customer, right? So we interact a lot. And I would probably say the number one go-to is the kibitzing of what the project they're looking at entails. I've got a circumstance. I'm in a situation. I've got a surface. What do I do? So I get a lot of that. There's a lot of discussion about business and marketing and how they grow their business. So a lot of times not to sound like a cheap plug here. I'll use a lot of our marketing tools and so on and so forth. It could be site inspections, could be warranty agreements. There's a variety of reasons while we're meeting what we'll talk about. Our role is just to be of assistance to help them with their business, provide solutions. We're here
0: to partner from the beginning of the project to the end of the project. That's a a great way to put it. So do you ever or often interact with the space owner on behalf of the contractor or with the contractor as a component of that discussion? In other words, you know, somebody has some concerns, right? It could be something fairly Benign and residential, or it could be pretty complicated and and commercial or even light industrial. Do you see that triangulation and that relationship happen all the time? That's
1: sort of the best triangle to be in because you have your client, you have your trade, and you have your trusted advisor. And sometimes the relationship between the space owner and the contractor don't go so well. And we don't want to stick our nose where it doesn't belong, but sometimes that extra support, that extra
0: for lack of a better term, mediation, is needed. So when you deal with different contractors and different customers, I mean, it's everything from from something that probably equates to a quart of paint up to pallets and pallets. Am I right? Absolutely. I mean, we go from a uh, bathroom ceiling right to a
1: 50-story <laughs> condo tower. <laughs> right. Uh, don't discriminate on the project.
0: That's it, right? And I think that, you know, again, thinking about the folks who are going to hear this, like, hey, pick up the phone and call your territory trip and say hello, right? Absolutely. Hey, what's new? What's coming? What's new? What's exciting? Those are great phone calls to get when you're in sales. Those are the things that you're looking for. And secondarily, right, it doesn't always have to be, hey, there's a problem, I need you. It can be, hey, I, I got something coming up and or it could be more casual than that, right?
1: I would strongly encourage everybody to engage their sales rep. However inexperienced or experienced you are in your business, there's nothing wrong with getting some feedback, networking, whether it be with your sales rep, another territory sales rep, even getting introduced to a whole network of
0: other painting contractors. Yeah, that's you know? a really good point too. That's a really yeah. good point too, you right? See,
1: you you see a lot of it happening right now on social media, whether it be Instagram or Facebook pages. You'll, you'll see uh, a lot of painting contractors showcasing some of their work or tips or tricks,
0: and you'll see other contractors pick up on it. And totally to that point, there's a whole team of people behind you, right? So it's not just you in a territory, but you've got technical folks in the field that you also have can tap. You've got a whole host of people that, you know, you can pick up the phone and call at any given moment. So any question that you might get or challenge or open issue that a customer might have, you don't have to know every answer. And most of the times you don't. You're there to gather information. You're there to
1: work together. And if you don't know the information, there's always going to be somebody who's either seen it, tested it, applied it. There's nothing wrong with calling another painter and asking them, right? hey, have you ever seen this before?
0: So knowing that you've been in this business for, as you said, 30 years, when you think about relationships that you've carried on for all this time can you think of one or maybe two of those relationships that you've had for a long time and just to put some color around how close we can get with some of these business owners
1: i've been fortunate for the number of years that i've been doing this uh, it, it wasn't always like that though greg you know i mean when i first started early on in my career it was just i had the whole him and him approach <laughs> right? <laughs> right it was right. just like uh you buy paint, you buy paint, you buy paint. And it was just, cause I'm a big believer behind every door, there's a gallon of paint to be bought or sold. Right. So it, it was just how many doors can I bang on? Right. And then when you start looking at your, your sales history and you realize that your back page, your back pages start to show more zeros, that's a problem. So that's where I, I that was the TSN turning point where. For you as an American ESPN turning point. (laughs) That's where the game, that's where the game changed for me. Right. And, and that's where it became more about, yeah, absolutely. Like to your point, building the relationship and really understanding what my customer was wanting to do with their business. If I think about one particular situation with a painting contract, this is a number of years ago, though. Actually, just probably just before I started with uh, Benjamin Moore. We did this massive project. It was an industrial project. And it was the first, I think, for both of us of that caliber. And uh, the painting contractor was you know, pretty excited and some dollars to be made and workforce training, all that stuff. It was overwhelming, for sure. And uh, kind of got into a little bit of a jam, the both of us. And what it was, was the end user wasn't happy with the finish. You know, we had gone to site a few times and we were trying to understand where the miss was. So we sat back, we reviewed the spec again over and over because the spec is essentially the contract. Right. And when we went through it, there was a little bit of homework that we kind of missed. And what it was, was the whole place was built out of cinder block. And the end client wanted pinhole free, but it didn't stipulate that. It kept referencing to the mock-up. And so we were looking at this, and I said, well, I turned to the painter and I said, dude, I said, where's the approval on the mock-up? Right. He says, what mock-up? And I said, the mock-up. And I said, it states right here, you have to have an approved mock-up. He says, I never did one. So I'm reading through the contract. It clearly stated there, general contractor to arrange, schedule, and conduct mock so we went back to the general contractor, and we said, "Hey, Mister Contractor, can we see the uh, communication with respect to the to the mockup and the results of it?" And so he says, "Well, I'll get it for you," and he never did. Right. So lo and behold, we ended up redoing the whole job over with a purchase order, and the painting contractor tripled his contract value. And out of the whole thing, the contractor. The only takeaway that he got from all that, he didn't, I, at that point, he was worried about losing his business. Sure, he didn't really care about the money he made, but after that job was finished, he came up to me and he says, "You never once wavered from me. You stuck by my side the entire time. Yeah. And there were some pale nights, like we were like three, four hundred thousand dollars worth of material, and I'm, I'm kind of on the hook for it, right? Right." So it was one of those it was like I said, it was one of those moments where I thought, so this is what it's about. This is making this is the true connection, right? And and we all do it in our personal lives with our partners, with our kids, with our parents, but doing it in business as authentically as that sometimes is a challenge.
0: You're listening to Benjamin Moore's Coverage, a podcast for professional painters by professional painters. Now let's get back to our interview. So we don't own our distribution. We go through independent storefronts and small business owners and they're members of the communities that they're in. And, you know, it's very important to us that we we maintain our commitment to that channel. So can you talk about some of the upsides of having that other person, that other entity in the, in the relationship and what those business owners bring to the table.
1: The independent channel is huge, right? They're just like our painting contractor. They're a small business trying to, to do well in their business, trying to do well for their families. And, and I think, I mean, simply put, their skin is just as much, it's not more in the game. Being here six years now and working with some of the best retailers, I'll tell you, know, it makes it even easier. That supporting cast, that consistency,
0: right? And I think, I think the feeling—just to add to that a little bit—is the feeling that I get when I work with our independent retailers is like everybody's rolled their sleeves up and we're going, right? It's just, it's just, just this—that's it. You know, everybody's going in the deep end of the pool and there's not often a lot of questions asked. We just go. Oh yeah. You know, there really is no business too big or too small and the, and the, the relationships are really built built for the long haul and transactions are important. We want the sales just as much or more than anybody else. For sure, right? I mean, we're just as hungry as anybody else out there, but I think what really sets what you're doing apart is that you're seeing all the benefits that you can be to a business that that just or that you are to those businesses that that they need it. They really need it. And even if that phone call happens, you know, look, you'll take what? How many times does your phone ring a day? Does it ever stop? Probably not, right? It doesn't. It doesn't. And, that, and that's
1: the best part of this job. That's yes. the most gratifying part of this job, that it doesn't.
0: Bill from wherever calls and says, hey, look, I, I don't know you. You don't know me. And, and I just have a question about whatever. We're coding copper this afternoon and I need a primer. Whatever the question might be. And bang, you're going to know the answer right off the bat. Here's what it is. Here's where to get it. And, you know, anything else, give me a call. Let me know how it works out. Bang, you're done. But that phone call that Bill made to you—that actually changed the course of the job he was working on. It made his customer happy, right? So, so that that Bill out there, that folk, that folks who's thinking, "Man, I got a question. I just need to—I you know, need somebody to bounce this off of." It is critical, right? Yeah, absolutely. And and you know, if I could just add, and again, it's not that this was this would happen. This is not an open
1: invitation or anything like that. But imagine adding on there. Hey, Bill, do you mind if I come out and take a look at the copper? Right. And Bill right now is doing cartwheels. (laughs) He should. He's going up and down. He says, guys, put on your Sunday's best. Benjamin (laughs) Moore reps come in. He's taking a look at the copper. I'm going to feel good about this. You're going to get a really good job now. Whatever it takes, right? Whatever that, whatever it takes to help you get through your job successfully will be key.
0: So as we're as we're kind of rounding things out here, the one thing I did want to ask you talk about challenges and surprises and those. So in thirty years in the business and six six and counting with us, can you tell us one of those moments, one of those incidents that you can look back on? And you know, it's the kind of thing where, as you're driving away or you're kind of wrapping up the day in your head after you're home, you think, "Gosh, I can't believe the day I've had." Like, what what was one of those for you? Oh man,
1: so probably about sixteen, seventeen. Right. And it was just painters helping. And this was around the time when I was working for a painting contractor, probably 30, 40 painters on staff doing commercial jobs, like underground brown garages and stuff, no spray equipment, it was all brush and roll, 30, oh 30 pile rollers, and it was all by. And, and I wasn't always this Greek Adonis here, chiseled <laughs> out of marble. So I was, I was low on the production Right, right? So my job was just like, Fold the drop cloths, bring them to the laundry mat on Monday to wash them back when they used to wash drop cloths. Sure. Wash the brushes and rollers. So every Friday, I'd wash the rollers for Monday. And this job was about six weeks. It was during the summer, summer months. And so obviously I wasn't dumping the water, the soil water down, down the drain. I, I would wash them in the pail. And what I'd do is I'd kind of almost like a septic system. I'd let it, the solids come down, uh, rise, and pour the water. And I noticed that the guys were thin and paint. Mm. You know, I'd shelter and i said, say, okay, guys, when you guys are going to water down the paint, use this dirty water here. You know, how it smells, the eggs sure. and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, the foreman and I, we never really hit it off. He felt that I wasn't a producer. I was just there. I, I was a liability. Right. So the end of the job comes and he, he comes into the storage room and he sees all these pails, of water. So he says, what are you going to do with all this? And I said, well, I've been slowly bringing it to the dump every Monday when I go to the laundromat to wash the, the job class. He says, that's not good enough. So he says, bring them to me over by the drain, by the storm drain. Oh, so no. <laughs> I bring them over to the storm drain. And he starts he starts pouring them down the storm drain. So we're on the P1 level of the garage. And it was a P5. four o'clock, the owner of the company calls and says, we're going to have a site meeting. Nobody leaves today. So in the site meeting, comes up, he goes, what have you been doing today? What have you been doing? Irate. Like, I mean, I can't even repeat some of the stuff that came out of this guy's mouth. We waited for the GC. We waited for the property. We waited for all the parties. It takes us down to the P5 level. And all the wash water was on the floor. We had just finished painting. So they were cleaning the storm pipe. So they took the cap off. And everything landed on P5. So if you ever want to see a 16, 17-year-old boy laugh, <laughs> yeah. that's what you do. Just after a guy, After a guy mistreated you all summer. <laughs> that, that, there's not a day that doesn't go by that I don't think of that story I think <laughs> That's a good one. Something, something a little bit more recent. Um, there was a situation, a painting contractor, as small as painting a bathroom painted the bathroom, went away, had no issue. And this painting contractor was heavily invested in social media. So he had a Facebook page, Instagram, all that. Anyhow, the the homeowner wasn't happy. Wasn't happy with the job, went on his Facebook page, left him some some nasty reviews and all that kind of stuff. It got heated between them. And that's when the homeowner reached out to our 1-800 number, in, in Montreal, who in turn came in to me. And because it was in my territory, I, um, I made arrangements to go see the, the homeowner. So we get down to the job and I got to say, the homeowner was completely distraught. Like she, she was crying. She was so disappointed. She worked in, in a couple of different cities. So schedule was a thing. It, it, there was a lot going on for her. So a lot of consoling going on there. So I go into the bathroom and and it's kind of peeling everywhere where it's suspect right like wherever one may spray hairspray or cologne or so everything behind the person and then everything just above the backsplash so I'm thinking to myself and i start I start the the explanation of hey this could be a situation where there's some contaminant and possibly the painter or a painter prior to this painter didn't do a good prep job or Whatever the case may be. And as we're standing there we talking, I noticed drywall compound. And so I said to her, I said, can I ask you a question? I said, do you have a trade working here now patching things up and painting? Right. She says, no, I, I'm having an issue with trust. So I, from this, I also would like a good referral on a painting contract. So I said, okay, no worries. And just curious, who did the patchwork? And she said, the patchwork was there. She goes, the paint's been peeling. So I said, can you show me how the paint's been peeling? So she basically took a knife and started peeling the drywall paper. So she peeled all the drywall paper <laughs> off the entire bathroom. And and I, I was just like, I I wanted to laugh, but I felt so bad. I said, Where did you where did you figure this out? Right. And she goes, I watched a YouTube video. And I said, oh boy, I said, we, we got, we got a hot mess here right now. <laughs> right. So, I mean, we, we, um, I mean, it, it wasn't, it wasn't a funny story, but it was just like, I can't believe that happened. She got it down to the gypsum. She got it right down to the gypsum. Cause I was wondering why it was so taupe, but it was actually the gypsum paper. Oh my god. So goodness. we got her, we got her in front of the retailer. We got her, we got her a couple of uh, referrals from a painting contractor went in there cleaned it all up. She sent me a beautiful thank you card, a picture of her in the bathroom. And, and she was worried about mold and all that kind of stuff. So we went in there did some tests, explained to her on, on how to remediate mold and if there was any. And so she felt really comfortable. Uh,
0: that's great. I, I've never heard that. So there's, there's a good example, right? All these years doing this, that's the first time I've heard that one. Yeah, it
1: was it was one of those things where you just never know what's what's going to wait to you behind the door. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, you feel like you're a bit of a detective while you're doing it too. It so is. Th- this is this is awesome, right? So, the, just to recap real quick, I mean, I, I, I completely we're on the same page, right? This philosophy of long term is is really what we're all about. You know, we do see it as a long game, and partnership with our customers is huge. Obviously our independent channel brings with it a whole host of positives as well. And just for the folks who hear of this, you know, Gennaro is one of hundreds of just fantastic people we have working for us out there every day on your behalf. And, you know, the wealth of experience that we have is unparalleled. So Gennaro, as you're, as you're thinking about your customers who know you well, some of them for decades and decades, um, anything you want to say to those folks as they, as they hear this and we're wrapping up? Keep calling. We're here to help. <laughs> there it is. I love it. Well, thanks, Gennaro. Thanks for everything. Thanks, everybody. This has been fantastic. We'll talk to everybody real soon. Thank you. All righty. Thanks for listening to this episode of Coverage. If you enjoyed this podcast from Benjamin Moore, be sure to subscribe and share it with other professional painters. Follow us on Instagram at Benjamin Moore Pro. DM us with questions, comments, or future topic suggestions. Let us know if you would be interested in being a guest. This is your podcast, and we want to hear from you. In the meantime, stay busy, and we'll see you on the next episode of Coverage.